This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon. Captain's Log, Stardate. I don't know, there's like 140 stars within a mile of me, so we're going to skip that bit. We received a package today from a company called Shaker and Spoon, and Colin and Jesse are already face deep in the box. It has three recipes for creating cocktails, plus all the ingredients you need, minus the alcohol. As someone who's been gargling swamp hooch for the last how many forevers I've been up here, wow, we got the vodka brunch box. Each recipe makes four servings, and we've already had the blood and sage and the slow rush. So easy to make, even Greg the Zebra was tending bar, and the results were magnificent. If you're foolish enough to listen to this show, we've got an actual smart thing for you to do. $20 off any linked subscription if you go to shakerandspoon.com slash oz9. Get a box delivered to your airlock each month and $20 off your subscription at shakerandspoon.com slash OZ number nine. Enjoy, Space Monkeys. Captain out. It's 2142 in the tiny breakaway republic of Naprani, nestled high in the Silesian Mountains. Virtually every resident in this brand spanking new republic is a government official of some kind, which means there are a lot of speeches being made and not a great deal of work being done. But the country is only 33 minutes old, so we're cutting them some slack. Just at the moment, Agata Kalhoti, newly self-appointed Minister of Culture, is attempting to outlaw, well, a culture, since she thinks we've been doing it all wrong. <laughs> Příští stanice I.P. Pavlova. Vypadáš jako čerstvě vyoraná myš. Čas práce jsou druhů. Ukaž mi průkazku. Půjdete se. Ah, damn minister. Your title is so fresh. And yet, already you have a price on your head. Time to say adieu, my friend. What is happening? Take this off my head at once! Out! What's that poison? What? What is happening? You want to close your eyes, Monsieur Freeze. It's very bright in here. It is pronounced Freeze. What is happening here? Where am I? Who are you? I'm Dr. Skinner. All your questions will be answered momentarily. Close your eyes. All right. Open them slowly. What is this place? Who are you? Loosen these bonds at once. I'm afraid I can't do that, Monsieur Freeze. As you can see, there are ample tools here for someone of your skills to make use of in an escape attempt. While I'm confident we could stop you, Dr. Flounder over there is particularly slow and might not survive the fracas. Hey! No offense meant, Dr. Flounder, but you must admit you run like, well, a flounder. I know. Damn my youthful experimentation. You have all the materials you require, Dr. Flounder. I 
do, Dr. Skinner? You can take it to storage. Storage? Release me at once. Oh, oh, can I subdue him? I'm very good at subduing. Am I going to have trouble with you? Monsieur, you interrupted me mid-assassination. There are very small, very stupid children who could count as high as your remaining breaths in this life. Let me know if you need any help with the subduing. I was surprised to hear you were planning the Finchetta maneuver to kill an Impernese Minister of Culture. An unusual choice for a male assassin. But I had only just decided. How do you know of these? Oh, I know everything about you, Monsieur Freeze. Except how to pronounce my name. I think your fight is pronounced Freeze. As soon as I open this door. My god, it's freezing in here! It's not, actually. Not yet. It was an honor, Monsieur Freeze. Freeze! What the hell is happening? Hello? Let me freeze this instant. I am Le Bichon Frise, and I demand that oh, you release wonderful. me. Oh, wonderful. A noisy one. Are you a thin man? Hello? Who is there? Who is speaking? Answer my question, please. Are you a thin man? What kind of question is this? It's just that thin people tend to freeze more quickly. So I'm hoping you're skin and bone. For all our sakes. Who are you? Where am I? I'm called the Albatross. Who are you? I am Le Bichon Frise. I know you. You assassinated the chief Funtime's officer at Hasbro. Who put you up to that? No one. Stupid job titles annoy me. I also took out their Joy Times Guru and Satisfaction Times Supervisor. Are their toys any less fun? No, they are not. But their letterhead is much less ridiculous. You named yourself after a clumsy, flatless bird. But stupid job titles annoy you? I had sentimental reasons. And you're one to talk, small yappy dog. I once killed a fellow who called himself Chef, despite having only mastered four of the five basic sauces. Goodness, how uninteresting. How are you feeling? Lips a little thick, brain moving a bit slow, or slower in this case. How near dead are you, in your estimation? What is this place? Oh, I'm fairly sure we're in one of Gated Galaxy's offshore laboratories. We're not alone in here, but as far as I can tell, we're the only two still alive. You are a recent arrival like me? Huh. I've been here eight days. Eight days? In this cold? How have you not succumbed? Shallow breathing, biofeedback, vasomotor dilation, and rage. Mostly rage. Not the only ones alive. Just the only ones flapping their noise holes. What the hell is a noise hole? And who are you? They call me the armadillo. You're the armadillo of castor oil and ladyfingers fame. The same. My god, that was a, an inspired kill? Improvisation, actually. But it got the job done. Like option B in the eye exam. I exam. 
What? Are you sure no one else is alive? I am hearing some breaths. Let's see. Anyone else still alive? Lady Trout here. Oh, <gasps> oh don't worry. I'm nearly dead now. We're all safe. <sighs> Stepping on board the Eyes 9 is nothing if not a roll of the dice. So, if you're going to take that chance, at least have some really gorgeous, high-quality, unique RPG dice to roll with. Fan Roll by Metallic Dice Games have classic metallic dice sets, but also gemstones, acrylic, liquid core, and even a glow-in-the-dark option that's super cool and super handy when you can't find any night vision goggles. So many colors, materials, and designs to choose from. Plus, listeners to this show get 10% off your order. I'm guessing as a sort of consolation prize for listening to this show. Just use the code OZ9 at checkout. Get dice that are as unique as you and your character. Go now to fanrolldice.com and choose your dice, Space Monkeys, and get 10% off with code OZ9 at checkout. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. Are we all assassins? We are. Ah, I'm not. You invented the G2 sandwich machines. You've killed more than all of us combined. Oh, baloney. <laughs> as far as we can tell, we're models. G2 takes our measurements and tissue samples does a memory dump, and then we're brought here and frozen, probably to preserve the genetic material. So they are building an army of assassins? Possibly. These folks are real professionals. Damn hard to get any of them monologuing. So, what is the plan? How do we get out? We don't, cowboy. We lie still and freeze to death like a dozen of others in this room. Mon Dieu, I will not. We are an assembly of the world's greatest assassins. You will just lie here and die? <laughs> Cowards. Just ease your gristle there, son. You've all made plenty of tries. No one succeeded. Is my what? What does that even mean? Well, the squid over there. Giant squid. Oh, for God's sake, fine. Giant squid actually gnawed his own arm off to get away, and even that didn't work. It didn't hurt. Horse nuggets! You scream like a coffee bean that just spotted Juan Valdez. Coffee. Does anyone know what he is saying? Ignore him. He ran out of classic cowboy aphorisms, and now he just makes stuff up. There's too much talking in here, not enough dying. Dr. Flounder, 
Could I trouble you to subdue a French friend here? He's ruining an otherwise quite pleasant death. Very well. But could you speed it up? You've been over a week at this. Now you, my little pomfrites, need to quiet down. I honestly never thought I'd get to use the stone wall practicum. Dr. Flounder? Yeah? Oh! Eight days I've been waiting to do that. <laughs> what happened? I cannot see. What has happened? Dr. Flounder is flat. And I'm out. Bye, assassins. Wait. How? How did you do it? No food for eight days makes the bombs pretty loose. And the giant squid lent a hand. Run! Run like the... Uh, uh. Why aren't you running? And miss this. I can wait. Run like... Uh, I think Dr. Flounder is awakening. All right, thanks. Carry on, armadilla. Run like... Run like... My high school prom date. Oh, that one actually made sense. Toodaloo! Well, looky there. It can be done. Now I feel as dumb as a cannibal on a chicken farm. Ah, my head. I can't believe she just bitch slapped me with someone else's arm. Rude. Well, you've got it. Can you give yourself the finger? My God, she did it. That was wonderful. I'm inspired. Perhaps I too can get free and... <gasps> it is. <sighs> I can do this. Perhaps I shall try to find the copies of me when I am free again. We can have a conversation before I kill them all. At certain amount, there can only be one. Lebichon. Frise. Pretty sure it's pronounced freeze. <laughs> I am excited to meet me. I wager I am spectacular. Much like his robotic double, this Bichon Frise is wrong. And in about 15 minutes, dead wrong. He is awfully thin. But Glenda manages to escape the clutches of G2's laboratory, at least for now. We know the laboratory supplies assassins for the Oz ships, but are there other reasons for its existence? Perhaps we'll find out. Or not. Do we ever get bloody answers around here? Anyway, this cameo-strewn mini-episode slots in nicely between episodes 23 and 24, so if you're not there yet, go back and get caught up. You've been listening to Barbara McGarry as Minister Calhoti, Raymond Morse as Dr. Skinner, Jessica Vest as Dr. Flounder, Karen Heimdall as Lady Trout, Travis Hull as the Giant Squid, Aaron Clark as Le Bichon Frise, June Clark Eubanks as Glenda, Kevin Hall as the Armadillo, and me, Richard Nadalny, as your narrator. Thank you to all our patrons on Patreon. Until next time, Space Monkeys, narrator out. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Are you there? I think I'm getting something. Why are you recording? science. Did you hear that? We're a little off schedule. 
maybe it's the aliens. I'm studying electromagnetic phenomena and anomalies. I don't think losing people is scary. I just don't want to do it anymore. Just together with me. Radio check, who's this? I didn't do it. You never do anything. We should still be secure. Are you safe? The walkies again. Who are you? Comfort. I am not doing it on purpose. You can't bullshit. I am not doing it on purpose. Stop. Stop. Oh, God. I don't like this. I don't like this. What the hell was that? I'm not supposed to know that. We're supposed to be innocent. I feel an ending coming. Oracle, a sci-fi anthology podcast set in the not-so-distant future. Season 2, Transmission, available in bi-monthly episode releases starting July 1st, 2023. Or listen now to Season 1, Iris, wherever you get your podcasts.